Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio and download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you're about to hear from Joe Rose, Dan Lebitard, Stephen A. Smith for absolutely free at the radio.com app, wherever you get your podcast or our website, WQAM.com. Right now, some free headlines. Daniel Jones returned to practice today and is questionable for the Dolphins-Giants game in New York Sunday at 1. Tonight in the NFL, it's Ravens versus Jets at 8.20. The Heat face their biggest challenge of the season tomorrow, 7 p.m. at home against the Lakers, while tonight the Panthers take the ice against the Islanders at 7. The Canes continue to keep the quarterback competition open as they prepare to head to Shreveport and face Louisiana Tech in the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl December 26th at 4 p.m. A joint agreement has been made between Major League Baseball and the Players Association taking marijuana off the abuse list, but they will test for opioids and cocaine. When asked by his butcher about a failed two-point conversion against the 49ers, Saints head coach Sean Payton responded, Worry about your freaking meat. Not sure if this belongs in headlines or the day spa, but I am sure we're stepping into the day spa right now. (sighs) Following an autopsy, a Florida man who was found dead and partially eaten by a gator, has now had his cause of death changed to meth overdose. So the question now is, does the gator have a drug problem? A rogue wave of feral hogs are tearing up parks in Northern California. Time for a new series of Hogs Gone Wild. A SUV decked out in Christmas lights was pulled over in Washington State for being too festive. Thanks, Officer Ebenezer Scrooge. Alaska Airlines says on December 20th, National Ugly Sweater Day, they will give priority seating to any passenger who wears an ugly holiday sweater. Now that's more like it during this special season. In an unrelated story, a New Jersey dairy farmer has begun dressing his cows in colorful holiday sweaters. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for a 40% chance of rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. Are you the best thoroughbred handicapper in town? Prove it by winning the National Horse Players Championship Qualifier at Hygelia Park on Sunday, January 12th. There's going to be $10,000 in prize money up for grabs. Register now at HyaliaPark.com. In the mornings, you get up with Joe. Not just a cup of coffee, but Joe Rose Show. 6 to 10. Weekdays, right here, 560, The Joe. Earlier today, we got some Hollywood headlines talking about Asgate, prostitution, and then they take it to the text machine. You want to start it off with an update on Asgate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, what's the other name? We don't want to say Asgate because somebody no. will be offended. What well, about Slap the Asgate? No, no, not Slap no. the Ass. Well, no, no, what's the other thing? Slap and grab? Slap and grab. Slap and grab. Well <laughs> done. I don't done. know if that's any better. But, I like that. Well, that's what she called it. That's did she, she go said. slap and grab? She did. I think he was running too fast when he jogged by. I think he just smacked 
right? No? Smack and grab. We've been following the story very closely here. Yeah. Uh, Alex. Everybody's still talking Bozerian, about it. I guess that's how you say her last name here. She is the reporter from Savannah, the uh, the 23-year-old who, if you haven't seen the video right now, by now, there's 12 million hits on you're Twitter. You're the one. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the only one that probably hasn't seen it at this point. But she's standing there doing her report. All the people in Savannah are running by her, and they're it's all waving at the camera. A, a race, right. Yes. So one gentleman decided that he would smack her on the ass as he was running by. Thought it would be funny, I guess. Not funny. You hit the wrong woman. Right. You hit that one woman at work that you can't mess with. And, yeah. Thing- and, and you tapped that woman. We know Things that have woman. not gone well here for Thomas woman. Calloway because his name now is out there. And right. people started doing a little research on who the guy is. He's a youth pastor. He's also a Boy Scout leader. Oh, he's, done with those two, he's done with those two jobs. <laughs> not going to be any Those two worse. are done. <laughs> going to be what any else? worse. And on the flip side here, guys, it didn't take long for the, uh, the TV reporter to end up on CBS this morning doing oh, the national tour here uh, telling her side of... Of the story. Okay. You ready for a little? So we put together it's a little back and forth here. Uh, they got Callaway as well on TV. So both people have done TV. Here's a little snippet of the back and forth. What were you thinking? I was getting ready to, to bring my hands up and wave to wave to the camera um, and to the audience. And uh, there was a misjudging character and decision making. Um, I touched her back. I did not know exactly where I touched her. The reporter, Alex Bazargian, was covering a run for her station in Savannah, Georgia. I think what it really comes down to is that he helped himself to a part of my body. Appearing on CBS this morning, she said she hasn't decided if she's willing to accept the runner's apology. He took my power, and I'm trying to take that back. Whether I am open to it or not. Um, I want to take my time with that. 43-year-old Tommy Calloway is a married father of two. Uh, He's oh. a teen church youth minister <laughs> oh. and a scout leader. I read him the reporter's outraged social media post. Alex said, quote, to the man who smacked my butt on live TV, you violated, objectified, and embarrassed me. No woman should ever have to put up with this at work or anywhere. Do better. Your reaction? I totally agree. 100% with her statement. And the two most important words were her last two words, do better. And that's my intentions. He separates himself from the runners and he kind of winds up and he hit me hard. I did not see her facial reaction um, as I just kept on running. And if I did see her facial reaction, I would have been embarrassed. I'd have been felt ashamed and I would have stopped, turned around and went back and apologized to her. Not gonna really debate that because he hurt me. Wow. Where do you start? Uh, he said he didn't know if he tapped her on the back or right, the butt. Right, I think there's a big difference. Uh, you my, would know by the feel of your hand if it was lower back or if it was rear end. Yeah, yeah. You would know. Completely different feel. This is a wild story. By the way, everybody had an opinion on this at work yesterday. Of course. I'm so proud of this woman. I go, what, go on these national shows? Listen, I can understand her being upset by it. Man. But let me tell you, when they start giving That's out this that guy's one. credentials. There's always that one at work you don't mess around with. Right, and like, we, we Doesn't know. find any of that stuff fine. Don't put your hand on me behind no. me. Don't, you know. But when they came out with his, like, credentials and vitals. You don't say, hey, I really like your outfit today. It's nice. You don't, not... You don't do that with this one. But you could say you look good, like beautiful today, right? Can you say that? No. You, no. You're not supposed to do any of that right. stuff, Zach. Okay. I mean, your wife's here, so you you don't do it anyway. I don't even say it to her, so. I just, just. No, you don't go up to someone and tell them they look beautiful. Yeah, that's. That's like something you say to your wife like once every couple of weeks or so. What? Every like when she puts weeks? something nice on, I don't know. You don't say it too often, wear it out. 
This guy's done, though, right? I mean, Joe. He's destroyed. Here's this Tommy, is, yeah. father <laughs> of destroyed. two, a minister. I mean, come on. He's no, this destroyed. is a 2019 destroyed right. job here. Like We've seen a lot of these lately. This this one's about as bad as it gets. This guy's ruined. Yeah. Jeez. She's, uh, she got that Me Too thing rolling now. Speaking on her, on her back. of guys getting ruined, did you see what happened to Tommy Two Gloves Ganey? Oh, uh, Even his name is Shady. Oh. Um, so he's a golfer, apparently. And uh, he was busted in the latest prostitution ring that happened in Polk County right here in Florida. Um, he's a 44-year-old. And, of course, he's married. Has to be married, right? And he got busted offering $60 to an undercover officer for a sex act who was posing as a prostitute, of course. Oops. The video is quite embarrassing. Yeah, you think? The cops come running out like it's a scene out of Dateline. <laughs> oh, that Dateline. Oh, they bring in the kids. Oh, what was the guy's got, name? Oh, Chris man. Hansen. Chris Hansen. You know what they called the operation? What? Operation Santa's Naughty List. Oh, God. <laughs> He's done. Oh. 124 losers went down in this. Wow. By the way, there's a big board that has, like, all of their faces on it in case you want to look at them. Oh, no. It's just such a sad, sad oh, board God. of pictures, man. Be a lesson for all of us, for all of you out there. Oh, man. time's tough in golf right now, $60? Yeah. I know no one's watching, but my God. Who was that cheap guy that didn't tip the guy, tip the guy in Mexico? Maybe you're right. Maybe they're going through Maybe some. Maybe they're hard times. Let's get one of the big guys. By know? the way, he was in town for a charity tournament. Didn't make it to the tea time the next morning. Yeah. Why, when you were just telling that <laughs> yeah. story, I thought about a Super Bowl we <laughs> right. had down here, and he had just gotten an award from by, a religious from church, group. church, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. By a Christian group, gave Eugene him an Robinson. award. Eugene right. Robinson. Right. And on his way back to the hotel, mm. he stopped. Right. Undercover police right. officer. Might want to take that night back. One night, ruin everything, man. Yeah, one day. One day, one hour, one slap. Jeez. You have a bunch of texts coming in about the first oh, story here, so I, I kind of feel bad it. even going into this next story. I don't Go know how many people care. Curb Your Enthusiasm's coming back. Oh, yeah. They right. put out a trailer. I like that show. So, personally, I like that. But if you want to read some of the texts coming in about the reporter, that might be better than uh, Larry, what Larry Yeah, Dave no, everything sounds on. boring after that, that guy going by. and He took my power. Come on. Double standard. <laughs> Women can get away with that, but men can't. She's a superhero who has, quote, lost her power. No one knew her before this, but now she's somebody today. She wants a spotlight. I saw the video of the jogger smacking the reporter on the behind. Seemed like she was just about to have an OJ moment, but her facial expression after that guy did that. I'm just saying. <laughs> she was in the middle of talking on camera. She when stopped. she got smacked, she stopped and just stared at him. Right. I'm sure when she went to break, told the camera, did you get that guy's face? Right. I'm not letting this go. He just tapped me right on the butt. She's going to play it up, but that guy's an idiot. Tell the snowflake reporter to toughen up. <laughs> this is Splib. Nobody wants to slap that lady. She's long back. She ain't got no rump. I mean, this is what's going oh, on right come now. come on, man. I mean, she didn't have to run to go to CBS's morning right. show, their national show. Like, I, I understand you want to humiliate and destroy the guy, but like, she got on that show quick. Mm. Can I ask you this, though? Who's in the middle of running long-distance competition? With all these other people, or even if it's a charity event, I don't know what it was. Who's in the middle of run? Like, I'm trying to just, I'm gassed, and I'm just concentrating on finishing. The last thing I'm thinking about is that reporter that's off the side a little bit. And and you see people put up the peace sign right. or, you know, put a funny face behind her or they think's funny. And then you got that one guy that comes by and smacks her right on the rear end. Like, even your wife says, what were you? What are you thinking? What are you like, thinking? What's wrong with you? You do this all the time? Right. Is this what you do when you go to charity events? Someone just texted and she should thank him. He made her even bigger than she ever would be. Oh, yeah. By the way, she was never getting on. She was never getting on national TV. No. Unless it was her story. 
Gotta love when Hollywood drops those headlines, especially covering the back end. You know what I'm talking about. On the next end of this show, we're going to check in with Dan Levitard. They're talking with Hollywood George Sedano. It's the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and Dan Levitard rocks your radio weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. Earlier today, they caught up with George Sedano. They're talking about apologizing to LeBron James. Remember, they got the big... Heat-Lakers game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, right here in MIA. And how it's not Hialeah Jorge anymore, it's Hollywood George. Jorge Sedano, family member around here from Miami, has come into town, as have a whole lot of ESPN NBA people for this this Lakers-Heat game. And I've been saying to Mike, Mike doesn't want to apologize to LeBron James, but I've been saying I feel like we all need to apologize because last season his groin was clearly wrong for the 16 games he missed, and he probably wasn't quite himself when he came back. And now he's got a legitimate superstar teammate, and they look totally overwhelmed. But why are we apologizing? Because we said he was washed, he was I mean, done, that was it. But no one actually said that. Right? No one actually said that. That part, no apology. Maybe right. some dork on Twitter did. But here's the other thing, Dan, that not enough people talk about. So he, when he was here in Miami, he worked with a group of trainers that were Dwayne Wade's trainers, David Alexander and Donnie Raymond. And then he went to Cleveland, and if you remember that first year, he had that awful back injury where he missed a couple of weeks or whatever. Donnie was the guy who fixed his back so he was those guys were with him through the cleveland former, years former navy seals right former navy seals and when he made the move to la they weren't working full-time anymore they started working with other clients he felt like he was okay like they were just kind of co- helicoptering in and out by his choice after the injury they he went right back to those guys and now he's been working with them and you could see it he's got stamina that he hasn't had in a long time i mean he's playing defense in november we haven't seen that basically since his second to last year here in miami I'd like to apologize uh, because he failed to make the playoffs with a team that he totally nuked with his Anth- his public pursuit of Anthony Davis, <laughs> a team that totally checked out on him. I'm sorry that we put expectations on you as you dragged <laughs> Matthew Dellavedova to an NBA Finals, that you could at least improve on the Lakers' win total from the previous year by merely playing 60-plus games. How dare I? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Good job. You convinced I mean, me. Apologies to LeBron. Western Conference, too. Like That, that was real. Oh, I think he, right. Why were Look, they worse with him? Um, no, the they before. had a winning record they, with they him. Barely, they barely got no, but, better. But, Mike, now you were, know, but now you know why Anthony Davis was so important to him, 22 and 3. I mean, it he, wasn't about his groin. He couldn't move. He putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> He couldn't move last year. Oh, please. Yeah, get, like, you don't think he turns it on for the cameras. He didn't want to. No, he either. couldn't move last year. Mike, he even said, offensively. He playoff mode activated, and then they lost like eight of the last he, ten. Well, I think he tried to psych himself out and then realized, oh, no, yes, I uh, this is a real thing, and I can't get past this. Even on offense, you can say on defense he's coasted or whatever for the last couple of years, but even on offense, he looked slow and clunky at times, and that is not the case this year. And Dan, I think your point is now he's got a real teammate, and again, maybe not the most accomplished teammate he's ever had. That goes to Dwayne Wade, but he probably fits better with LeBron from a chemistry standpoint than anyone if, he's ever if played. If I were, we were discussing this before you came in here, I'd give you uh, the top two guys of the Clippers, or I'd give you the top two guys of the Lakers. Who do you take right now? I only have to, I have to take him as a pairing. 
Yes. Okay, then I take the Lakers. But I think Kawhi, Hold on I would take Kawhi over AD but if individually. You, so if you're the Lakers, you had a chance to trade AD for Kawhi. You would do that in a heartbeat, right? So it's now Kawhi and LeBron. That's where yeah, we're Yeah, I yes. would do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah of course. Yes. Hollywood, I mean, maybe not a heartbeat, but I would do that. I think I don't think they fit as well as AD and LeBron do. I think there'd be some work there. But, yeah, I think that from a talent perspective, yeah, those are the two, the top two guys. Which, by the way, the Clippers are just scratching the surface on how good they can be. I mean, Doc Rivers was telling me yesterday, like, scratching. Yeah, we love the scratching of the surface. They've only had one practice together. Yeah. One practice. What? And they scored like 140 points the other night. Yeah. So they're they're, they're still. Good. This is not open and shut. Hollywood's changed yeah, you, though. What do you mean? You used to be a part of Team Petty, and now you're giving LeBron the benefit of the yeah. doubt. Which you look fantastic. You do look Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, all of it. I do go plant based more now than I ever have. Oh, yeah, you brought us croquitos. They're like croquetas, but they're keto friendly. Yeah, they are keto friendly. What has happened to George? Hold on. What has happened? Let, has he gone West Hollywood? Coast has happened, yeah. Has he gone Hollywood? You guys the dude are brought croquetas and he didn't have the nerve to bring lime. That's what's happened to George yeah. Sedano. He's what? glowing. You Look changed, at him. You've changed, man. You've changed. You have, I have changed. I have. LA will do that to you. Well, guys. Kale smoothies. <laughs> well, now that you're here, we can admit it. We can tell you to your face. These guys have been very disappointed with you and Izzy uh, kneeling at the cathedral of, uh, of the NBA and not getting some of their phrases here on the broadcast when all sorts of people who don't love us the way that you and Izzy love us have done things like that for us, including Pat McAfee, who doesn't have any real relationship with us. Okay, first of all, I've only done sidelines for a year. Okay, there's that. But I did sneak in the Chris Cody thing. What did you want me to do on Thanksgiving? I wanted you to say rocking with you on a Wednesday, yeah. and you did it very happy. I mean, I well, I said, okay, I'm going to try to... I had forgotten. Okay, let's start there. But I knew I was going to interview Anthony Davis. It was the New Orleans return game. And I manufactured a question mm. where I said, oh, you know, no, I know your coach no. and your teammates have been talking to you about this well, game. I think we have the sound yeah. before yeah, you misrepresent it. What was he supposed to he say? He was supposed Chris? to say it's Jorge Sedano rocking with no, you. No, on I Wednesday. was never going to say that. It was a Wednesday. You. I never what admitted to saying that. What you were supposed to do was full ass and said you half ass. <laughs> <laughs> we talked ass. to your coach before the game. He told us to tell you just to have fun, and your teammates certainly had your back. What was it like to have that whole group rocking with you tonight? The, if no, I would have just snuck in rocking with you on wait, a Wednesday, yes, that's all I wanted. Okay, he even asked you to do it on a Wednesday. I didn't even hear a half ass. I just heard an ass. You got to go whole ass. Uh, yeah. did, now, Chris, did he agree? He agreed to that, right? He, it yeah. felt like an agreement. Uh, it I wasn't really an agreement. It was like, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you scratched the I'm familiar with those. on half an ass. Yes, I did. Uh, can you guys help me? <laughs> can we come up with another phrase yeah. for Sedano? To use uh, something that would actually work the next time he's no, on no, a broadcast. Now you got something harder coming your way. Yes, you should because Ball rock, what is this like the grid of death? Rock, all of a sudden, rocking, rocking on you, with you on a Wednesday shouldn't have been that hard. You yeah. should have been able to pull that off. Yeah, you have to work in intergalactically stupid yeah, or bald eagles. Wow. Yeah. Or I have a child. Yeah. Ooh, or you could do that. Or just like this, the way that I'm saying it, it's very important. Cadence is huge. Yeah. I'm getting to him. Or you know what? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. You know no. what? Maybe might be possible. No, no, no. Cadence. Cadence. So. Cadence. Cadence. You know what? Maybe. No, might be no. Possible. You say half ass again. Okay. Half ass Adano. Okay. How about just give a quick recap of the mass singer instead of no? That's like people. honestly. Listen, you know I love you guys, Billy, and I love you, and I know this is gonna hurt your feelings. That's Dan's right. That segment is way too long. In the car. Oh my God, <laughs> Billy, Billy, so hard. Billy, Billy can't do anything short. Coming can't 
from the guy it. who can't say Wednesday. Okay. I mean, there's that <laughs> too. Clearly short Fair. on time, George Sedano. A man, a man who's changed who okay. can't say well, Wednesday. No, you can say, when they come to you, you can say, hey, it's Billy. Do you know that Vicky Bakery makes vegan bread now? Vegan, vegan oh. bread. Why do you know Why this? do you know that? I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> what is the matter with him? He's a different person. He goes out to LA for a little while, hangs around with LeBron, and he comes back here, and we don't even know him anymore. What can you do? Can I say, feel- I say, Guy feels a Santa Ana winds on his face one time, can I and you've p- lost him forever. Can I pivot for one second? Your boy here, uh, Anthony. Yeah. yeah what about Why, him? you forgot he it? He stole his look. I mean, uh, well, claiming that I stole his look yesterday. I mean, you did. From Dan's wedding. I mean, you wore at the well, game what he wore at the wedding. I mean, well, I also wore socks, though. Yeah. Oh. I did wear socks, too. They were just hidden. But... You, Dominique, everybody owes me a public apology. Wow. <laughs> Apologize. Public. Penance. Say I'm sorry. We'll take that on the broadcast, Everyone too. claimed I was stealing their bit. Man. Danny Cannell's claiming I stole his bit, yeah. apparently. I think he does have Number two from that. Austin Powers is claiming I stole his bit. <laughs> I've stolen Wagner, everyone's right? bits. I think he killed somebody. You talked to Robert Wagner? I live in L.A. My man, Dan Lebitzard, and my man, George Sedano, both Miami proud, doing great. Up next, Stephen A. Smith. He's back. And he's bad. Pay Garrett Cole some money, he says. It's the best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter. You can always step into the day spa and do so many other great things on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio. It's always fun to step in with Stephen A. Smith. Opinionated? Yes. So what does he have opinions on today? Well, he says, Garrett Cole, not worth all that money. But he would have paid it. What about Madison Bumgarner? Then he thinks the Patriots are off the hook. Belichick is the best. And he has a very interesting take on Patriot Gate. I got to admit this to you. The lead story on my mind right now, because I was away yesterday on business, are the New York Yankees acquiring Garrett Cole. Let me be very, very clear. I don't think any pitcher is worth nine years. The $324 million, that's a different matter altogether. $36 million a year, that's a different matter altogether. But the nine years, hell no. I don't believe it. But I'd have paid it to Gary Cole. I ain't going to lie to y'all. He's all world. He's the real deal. And it is inexplicable and damn near criminal that in a game seven, when A.J. Hinch had this guy standing in the bullpen ready to go because the game seven was on the line, a World Series title was on the line, the manager for the Houston Astros left this guy standing in the bullpen eating pumpkin seed. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I don't give a damn how you close this man. I don't give a damn how, how what took, what got you there, whatever. This is Gary Cole we're talking about here. Cole was unquestionably one of the top two pitchers in all of baseball over the last two seasons. Absolutely nothing short of sensational. An ace in every sense of the word who was very successful against the Washington Nationals. And you had a game seven on your home turf and you just let him stand in the bullpen. There's nothing to talk about. 268 ERA, .96 whip, 37% strikeout percentage, both years in a, in, in a Cy Young Award race, top two, two all-star selections. What is there to talk about? The Yankees finally stepped up and got themselves an ace. Finally stepped up and stopped acting like Severino or Tanaka was an ace. Or Paxson. Or don't get me started with J.A. Happ. Or uh, J. Happ. Don't get me started with that. There's nothing to talk about. You needed an ace. 
And you went out and got one. And for the record, I know New Yorkers remember this. Yankee haters everywhere probably remember this. But Devin, I'm going to remind you as a diehard Yankee lover. They haven't won a World Series since 2009. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take it one step further. They haven't been to a World Series since 2009. It's the first time in the history of the most storied franchise in all the sports ever with 27 World Series titles on its resume. It's the first time. That the Yankees have ever gone a decade without going to the World Series, let alone winning one. You had to do this. You had to do this. I applaud them for this. But I got news for you. I haven't looked at the news reports. And I don't know whether Madison Bumgarner has signed with anybody yet. But I got news for you. If he hasn't. And I apologize if I'm asleep at the wheel on my job. Because I've had a number of other things to do. Primarily involving football and basketball. That I haven't paid much attention to baseball outside of these exorbitant signings. But I'm telling you right now. Last time I checked. Madison Bumgarner was a free agent. Madison, last time I checked, he was last seen with the San Francisco Giants. Last time I checked, when it comes to closing, meaning an ace, showing up and handling their business when it counts most, we'll never forget Madison Bumgarner. And if that brother is available, guess what, Yankees? You ain't finished yet. Go get him. Go get him. Him. I know the Nationals re-signed Strasburg. Bryce Harper ain't there anymore. Didn't stop them from getting to the World Series for the first time and winning it all. But Rendon is gone. Now, he's an angel. Angels didn't get Cole, who they wanted desperately, but they showed up and got him. You're looking at him and saying, look at the numbers that he put up last year for the Washington Nationals. It's something special to behold. Well, I got news for you. As much as that's going to help Mike Trout, it ain't going to help the Los Angeles Angels or Anaheim. Which, by the way, that's a name that's just entirely too long. But the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim ain't winning no damn World Series. Well, what they've got. And as far as I'm concerned, he struck lightning at the right time. Because I don't know if Rendon will ever have another year like this again. Now, maybe he will because when you're around Mike Trout, Mike Trout, that could be contagious. We all know he's the monster. But I ain't worried about no damn angels. I worry about the uh, uh, the Red Sox a little bit because they're a nemesis. I'll definitely worry about the Astros. I ain't worried about no angels. I certainly ain't worried about no Minnesota Twins. I don't care how many 307 home runs that they smacked. Who gave a damn? How did that matter? How did that mess up? Or, or how did that, what did that? equate to once they went up against the Yankees. And the reason why I say Bumgarner, go out there and get him. Again, I apologize if he went somewhere else and I missed it. But I don't think he did. And I'm here to tell you something right now. If the Yankees have an opportunity to get him, get that man, I thought you should have got Granky, who, by the way, showed up and played effective in the World Series too. But in case you did since you didn't do that, get Madison Bumgarner. Put him and Cole in the rotation. Leave Tanaka and Severino there. And then you're going to have something. Now, for those of you who don't want to listen to me, I don't blame you. I'm just a fan. Watching baseball when I have the time to do so. I'm a very, very busy man. I'm just happy that the Yankees spent the money. Because, damn it, when you're in New York, you spend money. That's what you do. Everything costs. Nothing's free. Nothing's cheap. It's how we do it. Period. Story number two. Roger Goodell and the National Football League want to complete what they term will be a thorough investigation before reaching a conclusion about Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, to me, it's much ado about nothing. I know that the Carltons of the world and others would find what I'm saying sacrilegious, but here's my point. Unless you're going to confiscate picks, possibly suspend Bill Belichick, or confiscate uh, draft picks, fine the New England Patriots, what's the big deal? Because here's the reality of the situation. You thought the New England Patriots cheated when they went up against the St. Louis Rams and won the Super Bowl. You thought they were cheating when they beat the Carolina Panthers. There's Spygate, there's Deflategate. Now you have this. Most of their Super Bowls were, were nail biters, if not all of them. Let's look at the two, six Super Bowls they won. They beat St. Louis and Carolina. The Eagles were a tough uh, one as well. Seattle was tough. Atlanta was tough. They lost to Philadelphia. They lost to the Giants twice. 
They beat the Rams. Nine trips to the Super Bowl, six titles. My personal opinion is I don't want to hear a damn thing about cheating. They've been coaching every year. They've been playing every year. They haven't been banned. They haven't been exiled. So the question is, whatever they're doing, why the hell hasn't the 31 other teams figured out what they're doing and learned to duplicate it? And oh, by the way, what damage to their reputation are they going to receive? You've been talking about them this way anyway. You think Bill Belichick gives a damn what you think as long as he gets to hoist that, hoist that Lombardi trophy? You think Tom Brady gives a damn what you think at this particular moment in time? Julian Edelman, Stephon Gilmore, Van Noy and the boys, you think they care? Been talking about them anyway. They gonna lose no sleep over what y'all saying. And my attitude is simple. I don't want to hear, oh, do you think they're cheating or not? Figure it out. Beat them. Because there's no excuse for one team in the National Football League to exercise the level of dominance that the New England Patriots have exercised, and then you get to talk about them. Because by claiming them to be cheaters and holding steadfast to that belief in that position, it's letting the other 31 teams off the hook. Sean Payne, why have you only been to one Super Bowl with Drew Brees as your quarterback? Why? How come you haven't done better than that? The host of other coaches around. Ron Rivera, now fired as head coach for the Carolina Panthers, who I like and respect a great deal. Why do you consider three division titles in nine years a success? Why? Pete Carroll, two Super Bowl trips, a Super Bowl title. When are you going to admit what damage you did to the team by electing to throw the football so Russell Wilson could be a hero instead of giving the ball to beast mode Marshawn Lynch at the half yard line? New England would have had a fourth Super Bowl loss and one less Super Bowl ring. Quinn, you're the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Shanahan was your offensive coordinator. Why in the hell do you have a 28 to 3 lead and you decide not to run the football and keep letting New England come back and keep facilitating their comeback by stopping the clock with every other play because of the incompletions you were throwing or the strip sacks you were giving up to the high towers of the world? What about that? Matt Nagy, you sure you should believe in Mitchell Trubisky? Mike McCarthy, how come you only just got to one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback? Dallas, whether it's Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett, or both, when you gonna stop lying about your relevancy and start making sure that you're doing what America team is supposed to do. That's when since America's the greatest country in the world. Doug Peterson, Philadelphia Eagles. Sure you made the right decision with keeping Carson Wentz? Letting go of Nick Foles? I think you did, but are you sure? New York Giants, what happened to your gold standard? How come you ain't that no more? This question is about everybody in the National Football League, except Belichick and the Patriots. Is it possible that sitting there and calling them cheaters is the easy way out to avoid discussing the efficiencies and the ineptitudes of practically everybody else in the National Football League? Is that possible? I'm just asking. At some point in time, how about, here's my thing about Bill Belichick. I have never heard a player neglect or negate saying he's not the best. These players talk about preparation, expertise, knowledge and know-how, and commitments to details. And he is the first, the second, and the last name to come up all the damn time. If cheating was what it was all about, wouldn't the players tell us even after they left? Especially if they got cut and unceremoniously let go by the man? I'd say so. But that is not what has happened to Bill Belichick. They don't talk about him like that. They talk about him with deference and reverence. I don't happen to think that's an accident. I love Andy Reid. Respect the hell out of Andy Reid. Covered him for all my years in Philadelphia. Love this man. He's never won a Super Bowl in 20 years. At some point in time, we talk about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. When do we talk about everybody else? Stephen A. Smith. Right here at 560 The Joe, weekdays from 1 to 3, followed up by the Hawkman and Crowder show. I'm part of that. And then I follow Hawkman and Crowder after they go on from 3 to 6, 6 to 7, with what you're listening to, the best of The Joe Show. Download this podcast wherever you get your podcast for free. You can go to our website, wqam.com, or wherever you get the radio.com app on your phone, at home, listen, love it, re-listen, re-love it. I love some re-loving.
Re-lovin'. And I'd love for you to join me tomorrow night from 6 to 7 for another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.